We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And we're going to rock this. And we're going to have a good time, man. We're going to have a really good time. I sure right. hope so. All right, man. Are we in the same room? Oh, what are we doing on here? We're not supposed to be on there. There we go. That's where we're supposed to be. Are we on? I don't know. Are we on? I cannot tell. I think we're on. Are we recording? We hit the recording. My miggity miggity mic. All right, guys. We're ready. All right, man. Let's get to cooking. Oh, my God. So How you feeling, man? I'm all screwed up. I know. You all messed up. See what happens when uh when the hour goes back an hour? Oh, my God. So I'm okay with the hour, right? I'm like, yeah, there's no problem with the hour. Yeah. You're not changing. No big deal. Everything happens automatically. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Then it sinks in. Hour, the show's going to start an hour earlier. Ah, yeah. Then you're like, oh, wait a second. Dude. Your whole calendar's messed up. I'm a mess. Long story short, I started trying to mess around with everything, trying to get the music for today and all this and all yeah. that. Not working well. Of course. Yeah, sorry. But the good thing is that we had we had some you know some guests in the studio that came by to say hello. Yes, shout out to Nick and Maria, best and, best and neighbors, kids. and the and the kids and the kids. They came down to see how this mayhem starts and how it works. And they got out of dodge before the chaos begun. Yeah, because, I don't blame them. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I don't blame them either. I don't blame them either. Oh man, Frankie, let me ask you something. Uh, has, does your wife like make you watch certain shows that you have absolutely zero interest in? Like, show that you would normally, under no circumstances, you would watch by yourself. But because she's with you and she's like, I want to watch something together. And then she puts something on. Do you do you have a show in mind that she does that with you? In? No, we actually, we, we fought that battle a long time ago. All right. Before, uh, like before the battle was won. Okay, no, <laughs> Where okay, you go so your separate one, ways. No, the one show that we actually, because I started it, was when the, the Jersey Shore. Oh, my God. That was your I, show? I oh, loved it. my Dude, God. That was because it was just. Like, he was he was a snookyholic with Paul. I did not relate to those guys. There were no black no, people no, on the no, Jersey Shore. No, it had nothing to do. It had to do with the Jersey Shore. It had nothing to do whether you were I black. I go to the Jersey Shore. There was, there was no Puerto Rican. There was no Jersey Spanish Shore. and black people in the entire show. How is that even possible? But keep going. No, uh, James, the video will be on in a few minutes. Just Don't give worry, a second. Brother. We're we're still working out the technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, so. But whenever you went down to the shore, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah, it was. They did capture the, the club atmosphere pretty good. They, they captured the whole, the, the the dudes that, you know, tan a lot and gel their hair until it's like practically cardboard. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah, they nailed that. They they nailed those aesthetics. They I feel like the Jersey Shore show nailed only one part of the culture of Jersey Shore. There's a lot more to the, the culture of Jersey Shore than what they did, but... You know, they got paid buku bucks, but that was the show. So, like, did, did, did your wife hate that show and she just watched it because you watched it? Like, was that? No, it actually started with, um, I told you, you got to watch this. And then she was like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. It's reality TV. Uh -huh. And then three episodes in, she goes, when are we going to watch the next one? <laughs> All right. So, unfortunately, my wife has got me to watch a show that I hate. <laughs> all right i won't say that i hate the show let me let me start over the name of the show is called love is blind i'm not watching that <laughs> but let me give you the premise of the show if it has the word love in it that Listen. means that there's controversy between one guy with another girl wait, wait. and all this it, it, i won't watch you, you fair enough frankie you already got the synopsis already <laughs> but listen love is blind is where they take 14 total strangers right and what they try to convince you on the show is that you could fall in love with somebody from an emotional standpoint rather than the physical aesthetic. So what they do is they take these individuals and they create these different pods. 
like these different rooms and these rooms are separated by a thin layer wall but you can't see through the wall so women on one side men on the other side and they each take turns dating each of the different people in the pods like speed dating in the way except they get a lot more time it's the dating game yeah so l- listen so they they go from room to room talking to these different people to they develop some sort of chemistry with one of the individuals right okay they start getting once they start vibing or you know it's mutually if you know they both mutually enjoy talking to one another then they kind of like hone in on it. Now, this is where the, the kick of the show comes in. They do this over a course of, let's just say, two weeks of just dating, right? And the only way they can see the individual is if the dude proposes to the girl. <laughs> you, you, yes. They don't even get to see each other? They don't get to see each other. He see, pro- that's not going to happen. First off, the premise of the show is genius. Nick Lachey and his wife, Vanessa... She used to be Vanessa Manulo from MTV, but now she's Vanessa Lachey. They host the show. And yeah, they take these individuals and these people, mind you, Frankie, they have no cell phone. They have no forms of like reaching out to anyone else. In the pod, they basically talk to this individual, lengthy conversations, like it goes on for hours. And they only talk to this individual for those two weeks straight. (laughs) <laughs> you get it so like so imagine if you will frankie you go into this pod you date 14 other women like you're just talking to them like you're just shooting your game hey yeah that's what i do da, 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 da. and then one of them you you guys are clicking and then you guys keep talking and then now there's an emotional investment into that person and now you want to go further with this person because you're like yo she likes everything i like i like everything about her she seems like she comes from a good background blah 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 i want to move forward with this the only way for you to move forward, Frankie, is to propose to her and you have never seen it. And that's another thing. They can't really describe how they look to the other person. Well, that's sour right there because, listen, <laughs> I don't care how. <laughs> I like how Frankie's bashing the show and he didn't watch it. Keep going. No, because it's eye candy. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. need, it's, listen, I was already listen. told, I was already told <laughs> that you do not hook up with anybody unless you have something physical attraction to them. You have to have a look. So you don't think that it could be purely based on an emotional uh, connection and you overlook the aesthetics of so, how the so, person so looks? So what if one of the people is one of those people that does voiceovers? <laughs> Fair. Okay. And, but you're not and, loving and, 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 but it. But does all like a woman's voice and you're like falling in love with a voice. Yeah. But you also fall in with the emotional connection of what they're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm with you, Frankie. Look, the show is ridiculous. Dude, it's just going to get ugly. It's just ridiculous. And, and the thing is, so the guy, you know, they, they worked themselves up to get the nerve to say, I, this woman gets me. I want to propose. And they propose. And then uh, they, when they propose, the, you know, if the girl says yes or whatever, they then get to see each other for the first time. And this is really the, the true this is probably the best part of the show is when they first see each other. Because either A, they see the person, they go, yes, I nailed it. Like, this person looks exactly what I wanted it to look like. Or I'm attracted physically to them. And I want to see where this goes further now. Or B, holy cow, what, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> it, it's definitely a holy cow, what did I get myself into? So anyway, the show is ridiculous. I can't. So the first season, I, I the first season, I actually kind of enjoyed the first season. Only because it was a fresh new idea and I kind of wanted to see where it was headed. It was like my curiosity got me more than the actual compellingness of the show. Like I, I was just more like, all right, who's going to make it? Because <laughs> at the very end of the show, so Frankie, after they meet each other, 
they and they wrap up the dating phase, they go to Mexico for vacation. About to drop her off because no, yeah, because... <laughs> <Frankie>, stop. <laughs> so they go to Mexico and they stay there for like two weeks, kicking it, and then they go to an apartment and they go back into the real world and they got to introduce this person to their family. You know what I'm saying? So they got to meet mm-hmm. their family because this is the per- this is their fiance. This isn't some so they're getting married in 21 days once they come back from Mexico. Did, now, do they sign like a document Bro, for this? I guess they sign a waiver like, yo, I'm all in. Like, whoever I meet on the show. No. I'm working. Yo, this one dude gave his mother's engagement ring to the girl on the show saying, this belonged to my mother and I'm giving it to you because I'm so emotionally invested into you. No, that Damn. wouldn't be me. That Damn, this be show me. is wild. So I know I'm hyping this show up, but this show is the dumbest show I've ever seen and wasted brain cells on. This is where... This is what's wrong with this world. Yeah. Okay. This so instant gratification. And no, this. So, so creators are have gotten to the point that they're just straight up dumb. They don't know what to do anymore. Uh-huh. Okay. And then they complain about how society ends up, right? Shows like that, shows like 16 and Pregnant uh-huh. should not be on the oh, air. Oh, yeah. 16 and Pregnant. That's, should not this, be on that's the, a disgrace. That's it, a disgrace. But they're making millions. So what? Yeah. guess guess what a 15-year-old is going to say? Oh, I can't wait till I turn 16. Because I'm going to go and get pregnant. I'm going to so go get pregnant. And MTV's going to. And then what yeah. happens? You don't meet the criteria. Yeah, that you got show got too many teeth in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that show needs to stop. But this one, this is adults though. These are adults making these decisions. These are lonely, very lonely people, and they 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 tried the Tinder app, they tried all the eHarmonies and the Match.coms, didn't work out, and now this is their venture. They going, they putting basically, they going all in. I'm a fine love on this show through this emotional connection. Yo, the idea, but I'm with you, Frankie. The idea of it sounds amazing. You connect on such an because looks fade over time. Yeah, you may be physically attracted to somebody when you first initially met them, but looks they fade over time. We all get old. We all gonna look busted. Yo, later. My looks faded after I said I do. <laughs> the moment, the moment the I rain said went, I do, she's like, "Damn, what damn, the hell happened to you?" You had a metamorphosis. Oh, the absolutely. Rain came on. <laughs> they were like, "Oh no, 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 no." She's like, "That I didn't. I just said that's like ten minutes ago. Why are you fat?" She's like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> So stupid. She, she was like, "Yeah, um, can I get an annulment?" <laughs> I'm like, "But, but, 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 but we, we haven't even gone on our vacation. No, You're, but, you weren't that fat ten minutes ago." So, so, <laughs> <Frankie>. <laughs> stupid. So yeah, so Frankie. So again, the emotional connection—that's what this show is riding on. And I do think that there needs to be an emotional connection with, that you have with this individual for it to last. Because if you don't have a, if you can't communicate with somebody and you don't feel like y'all vibing and there's no chemistry then honestly the physical looks won't even look that great because you're not collect connected on an intellectual level so i get where they're coming from there but to fully propose before you even met the person that's where it's a little far-fetched that's why i feel like now you're just clout chasing now you're just trying to be on this show just to be on tv and now you're just you're not taking marriage seriously what happened to like let's make a deal i like that okay um the price is right. Simple games. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is like the dumbest stuff Bro. ever. It's, Bro, it's like, you know, you know who started all this? The Bachelor. Once you got a guy to date 16 women on, on television <laughs> and make it into a hit series, that ruined it for everybody. <laughs> oh my God. So this is how we start the show today? But you know what? This, this, today we're gonna remix this because it is all about the women this episode. We're gonna celebrate International Women's Month because uh last week on Tuesday was the first day of international women's month uh so yeah man we're gonna dedicate this to the ladies oh geez we it's all about the females you could have warned me no nah, it's all right we're gonna freestyle this somehow i'm gonna just interject random stuff 
about like fellas should start doing for their ladies. Deal or no deal? Yeah, deal or no deal. That was a great show, by the way. I'm not biased in any way. It's not like I was on it or anything. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to drop tidbits for the fellas. We're going to celebrate you beautiful women, all women, because all women are beautiful. All women. You guys are... You know, women got such an advantage over guys because, you know, we produce testosterone. All that does is make give you acne and make you hairy. Women produce estrogen. They literally have a hormone that makes them beautiful. All women are beautiful. Let's go and get it, Frankie. Come on, man. Let's get started. <laughs> this is going to be a wild show. Season 2 in the Cloud Radio proudly presents, presents Life Lessons with Idiots. And the part goes on. Life Lessons, Life Lessons. No, this- it's just your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. Yeah, come on. They're not the smartest in the room. Don't tell me you. <laughs> Do not tell me you don't this, eat meat somehow. This is all veggies, Frankie. There's not a veggie that can make you that heavy. There's no way a veggie can make you that heavy. But they're definitely not the dumbest. Now let's get into it. Life Lessons with Idiots. Air. What up, everybody? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is, today is what day, Frankie? <laughs> today is <laughs> today is March 13, 2022, and this is episode number 23, as in Michael Jordan, 2-3, baby. We are here today, and we are going, you guys know how to reach us. Follow us on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Also, feel free to send your feedback, comments, and love and support to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. And man... We are celebrating the ladies today. It's their turn. It's the women. It's all about the women today. So don't worry, fellas. I mean, you guys can maybe take some notes, find a special woman in your life to celebrate. Tell your mother you love them. Tell your mother-in-law you love them uh, because it's all about the women today. But before we go ahead and well, start it's all with about that, women this month. But go before ahead, we start with all that, okay? Which God, is we got definitely... the visu- hold up. We got the visuals up. I didn't shave. Sorry for the busted look. Um, you look uh, a little busted there, yeah, but look, it's okay. Definitely look like I've been beating the block. I look whiter. I need somebody to help me with lighting, so. It's okay. You were a tanner earlier. I don't know what happened. The lighter. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But it's all right, brother. I'll figure it out eventually. So I got a couple of good things. All right, what's that? Uh, so we. We. Are now in a couple of more states. Oh, we are expanding, ladies and gentlemen. The community is getting bigger. Idiotville is expanding. Where are we at now? <laughs> we are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas. We uh, started there last week. We're doing pretty good. We have a decent amount of people coming out of there. Also, we have uh, Weatherfields, Connecticut. Okay, Connecticut. That's I, I looked on the map. That's just like way up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. I always say that we, whenever I get lost. I'm like, where am I? I'm in West albuquerque yeah all right awesome yeah so you know welcome to the show uh with welcome with idiots and as you can see um 
You have Rashawn. Is uh, yeah. I even got the names right this time. Yes, you did. Yeah. You did. Good. Good. Rashawn. Right? Rashawn and Frank. Life lessons with idiots. Uh, you can see us here on, on ever, Mixcloud. We already did this, Frankie. <laughs> but we didn't tell them where they can reach us from. Uh, okay. You they, mean hear us? No. They can reach it. They can email us. Yes, we did that. Did you did that already? Yep. When did you do that? <laughs> we did that at the very beginning of the show when you was pressing buttons, Frankie. Oh, damn. <laughs> Again, but yeah, I'm. But yeah, what Frankie was trying to say was, yes, you uh, could listen hold, to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, Google. That's Google what I was Podcasts, trying to say. Did we say that already for real? No, we didn't say that part, Frankie. That's right. Just to go to. along with the show. I'm so done with you. <laughs> you know, your wife threw you out the house. I'm gonna have to throw you out the studio. <laughs> Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome all of our day one listeners. We appreciate y'all always. We we love the day one listeners coming through. And welcome all of our new listeners. Thank you for, I don't know how you found us or what made you join this podcast to listen to us, but we hope you stay. And we hope you go back and listen to some of our older classics like uh, Taking the L and Mind Games and Grown Man Talk and a few other ones that were just great. Secure the Bag, a bunch of great episodes. So please go through the archives, enjoy yourself. And uh, Frankie, come on, man. Let's go ahead and get started, man. Let's go ahead and preheat the oven, man. What do you got? Do you ha- are you going to do current events or are we going to go straight into... Uh, Let's the- do current events. Let's do current events because we got a lot to get into today. I got so much to throw at you. <laughs> so the only thing I'm going to talk about as a current events is the gas, the gas prices. I'm I don't not- want, no, I'm not just touching gas. Listen, listen, man. Everybody who wants to talk about gas, we, we know it's high. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we know it's high. It's high all over. And I know some people, they say it's high because I want it's Biden's fault. It's all Joe Biden's fault. <laughs> Listen, I was looking. Listen. I was looking at Gas Buddy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Yo, I, I can't even afford to work from home, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's so bad. Yo, just think about it for a second. Gas is it, so gas prices. Just so everybody knows, and we're all on the same page. The way gas prices fluctuate in price is based on they based on their inventory. So due to this war that is happening, the people, the gas station people. They foresee that it's going to be a shortage, right? Especially with the summer months coming. So what they're doing is trying to forecast to make up for that inventory that's going to be lost from you know from this war. Because obviously Russia, I think, produced thirty uh, percent of the gas for Europe, and they right. did they don't for the U.S. They did like less than ten percent right. for us. We don't rely too heavily on Russia. In fact, we actually manufacture more oil and gas than anyone in the world. It's a, the thing is, we also export it to Canada and Mexico and other places. So we actually use the most gas and oil than any other country. So we do supplement and get some from other countries. So what I'm basically saying is the U.S., we sanctioned Russia and we said, you know what, at 10 percent, you guys keep it. We don't want it. But the problem is these gas gas companies are like, all right, by you nixing it, I'm guessing I'm not going to have enough inventory. So what they're doing is we're calling it price gouging. Right. They're bumping the prices up all across the board. Think of a think of this like a gas gas company club, and they're all in on it. Shell, Exxon, Mobil, they're all giving each other high fives. They're like, thank God this war is happening because guess what? We're gonna boost these prices up slowly and bleed them dry. And that wasn't slowly. And it wasn't slowly at all. In fact, by summertime, it's gonna even be higher. It, this also could be an incentive for a political reason because. The president has invested a lot of money into EV companies or having Ford and other companies wanting to produce electric vehicles. And this could encourage more people to want to get an electric car. But we're nowhere near that of mass adoption of electric vehicles. Fossil fuel is going to be around here for a long time. And I'm not going to bore you guys with this. This is why they want to get into gas. I do have a couple of reasons. But go ahead. I want to thank Tesla 
for not bringing up their prices. Yes, they did not. They did not bring up the prices. So yep. they, they're like, we're not going to do what they're doing. Yep. We're going to keep things affordable for you. Exactly. And honestly, Elon, even him sending over those satellite dishes over to Ukraine, he's been doing a lot of Iron Man, Tony yeah. Stark stuff that I think is pretty cool, especially being in his status. So sh- good for him, man. Good for him. No, I'm I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. Uh, the other companies should, other dealerships should start looking at that and going, yeah, I think we yeah. should. But they're double, they're double dipping now because now they're getting the gas, and then with the with the dealerships, the, the price gouging is happening like beyond what you could ever imagine. Bro, I can and, spend and, a whole and, podcast, and, and it's and it's all okay. I can literally spend a whole podcast on car dealerships, Elon Musk, and Joe Biden, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, do your due diligence on that. We're going to keep this stuff fun. I do not want to talk about gas. <laughs> Only gas we need to talk about is what Frankie has when he eats Mexican food. But let's keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> my gas it's just mine that's the only affordable gas there is so hold up. take me to taco bell so current events and i gotta do this because i gotta get this off my chest because it's one of my boys so atlanta falcons oh geez you know i'm a dirty bird and ladies don't worry i'm gonna remix this i know i'm talking sports but i'm not gonna stay on it too long we are celebrating international international women's month but so i have to bring up this story about the nfl so atlanta falcons have a wide receiver by the name of calvin ridley calvin ridley he was considered to be the number one receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. He set out last season because he had mental issues. His mental health was disturbed, so he took the season off. While he took the season off, he spent a total of $1,500, allegedly, to bet on games. Right. While he was like he was unable to play, maybe it was the pressure of the league, whatever it might be, but he spent $1,500 to, to bet on some games. And he bet for the Atlanta. It wasn't like he was betting against the Falcons saying, hey, now that I'm not there, they're definitely going to lose. He bet for the Falcons to win. I hope he didn't bet on that Dallas game when we got blown out 46-3. to But long story short, he bet on a few games, total of like $1,500. NFL, of course, gets wind of this, and they have suspended him for an entire season the next season. I'm bringing this up because I think it's very hypocritical that he has got hit with such a large suspension when there's another player in the league by the name of Kareem Hunt who literally assaulted a female and he only got suspended eight games. Again, I'm going to repeat that. And he's not the only one. There's several other NFL players who have assaulted women and gotten less time. Yeah, no, I, so, th- there is a standard. Let me take this out of sports. Let's imagine, if you will, we had two teachers. One teacher during her lunch break, goes to the teacher's lounge and buys some stuff on Target to do some Christmas shopping. She's using the stu- the computers at work and she's violating the policy because she's looking outside of, you know, she's looking at web browsers outside of the, whatever the school thing is, their servers. The school finds out, they suspend her for two weeks for using her, the computer in right. the teacher's lounge for personal use. You got another teacher and the student throws a spitball in their face and that teacher gets up, backhands the the student, (laughs) knocks the student to the ground, kicks him, sends him to the principal office. That teacher gets suspended three days. (laughs) That's the equivalent. Yeah, pretty much. What's going on with this situation with Calvin Ridley. It's just too much. It's just ridiculous. ridiculous. I think think one, um, the NFL should definitely re- look at their policies and their their penalties of how they look at players and i think i I, there's too many of these cases where nfl players are assaulting women 
And I don't think they're really getting penalized for it. And don't get me wrong. There are a lot of these cases that are been fabricated. Some women have exaggerated some of the things that have happened or they have instigated certain events. And even then, I still don't think a woman should be touched. But I do think that the penalties on the players should be a lot more stringent than something as stupid as I don't know. I agree with you 100%. On. Yeah. This is Especially since the NFL is making money on the betting anyway. Well, that's the thing. That <laughs> when, when, the, when the player gambled, it was money that they weren't making. So that's yeah. why they got pissed off. Yeah. But they're making money through DraftKings or whatever through service because they get a kickback for them betting no, on I, NFL games. I get games. that part. But it's the standard because the 1% want their money. It's just it's absolutely ridiculous to me. But anyway, I'm throwing a random fact here. Um, some, uh, some, some, some facts for the, uh, well, not facts, but here's some thoughts for the dudes, some lessons for the guys. Okay. Cause it's international women's month and I want to make sure the guys are aware. So guys, when your wife puts her feet up on the couch and she looks like she's had a long day, she wants you to massage them. Snapple fact. Happy international women's month. <laughs> he said snapple fact. <laughs> Fellas, we are leaving the toilet seat down all month when we finish <laughs> i got my own toilet oh you know what frankie not everybody has evolved as you I'm, I'm telling you i don't even go upstairs i go upstairs i'm like what the hell is this Fellas, the toilet seat's down <laughs> we're not allowed to use the words moist or, oh, or squirt all month and any other the top 10 words that women hate oh, God. <laughs> so if you're eating some brownie don't call it moist don't say whatever listen don't say whatever. If a woman is single. And don't suck your teeth. <laughs> if a woman is single, regardless of the context, if she tells you, I'll think about it. I need to tell you, she's already thought about it. <laughs> she's not interested. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, listen, if a woman's going to tell you something, she's already thought about it. Listen, the only, thing, be said. the only thing women are indecisive over is what to cook for dinner. <laughs> or what they want to eat. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I am for the women. Uh, I am for the women as well. Rashawn, Rashawn I am is for just the women. crossing the line. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> He's crossing just the line. saying. Women are very decisive on anything else until it's time to figure out what we're going <laughs> to eat. Don't piss agreement. them off. Can't come to an agreement there. And then, fellas, when a woman asks you to help her with something, she's not flirting. <laughs> she just genuinely wants you to help her. <laughs> So just do it and don't be a creep. That's funny. <laughs> do you have any other lessons for the guys out there before I move on to our next current event? Just don't piss them off. Fair enough. Listen, man, bottom, bottom line is this entire world mm -hmm. is run by women. Women run the world, man. They outnumber it, us. There's no if, ands, or buts. Educators. Yes. 75 to 76% are women. Wow. Okay. Isn't that something? That says something. Domination. A good man comes because he has a strong woman behind them. Most of the time, it's their mother. Mm -hmm. Okay? He picks a good woman because he learned from his mom. Talk about it, Frankie. Okay? There are those situations where the mom is not the right one. Oh, we know. We, that, that, we all understand that. Oh, yeah. But this is the he truth. A, he has a good grandma. Okay? <laughs> Grandma's there. That's another strong woman. And those are the yeah. ones. Like, for right now, what I want to know is... Who was the man that decided to piss off a woman? Yeah. So she could take control of the world. Mm. Think about it. Women, teachers. Mm -hmm. They're in politics. They're in construction. 
Yeah. They are. They're firefighters. They're firefighters. They're police officers. They're they're social workers. They're artists. Yeah. Because one man pissed off one woman. One man. Do you know who that guy is? Uh, no, I don't even want to. Uh, I, I don't even want to associate. No, no, I'm not even going to associate. But that man opened the door today for women. You know what it is? I think it was more so that women have been oppressed for so long. So for years, women have been like before the 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 women fought for their rights to be able to vote and before women fought for their rights to be able to have a bank account you know they were oppressed and at the mercy of a lot of men and these men some of these men uh weren't they thought that they just need to be a provider and that the woman need to take care of the house and the woman need to do all these things and certain women was like listen it doesn't always need to be this way we need to change the dynamic like and I think when women came together and they started burning bras and they started, <laughs> no, no, listen, and I'm dead serious. Like when they start start marching and said like it's time for a change, it happened. And let yeah. me just tell you, man, it's nothing that a guy could do about it. Like because one man pissed one woman off, and they <laughs> women know how to get together and they're strong. I want to thank a couple of women though. Okay, that are from history, not from today, from okay. history, because I did a little bit of homework on this. Did a little bit of homework. Look at you. I did a little bit because Listen, um, man, I have I, nothing but silly stuff. So go ahead, yeah. get, get your serious. So stuff. I want to thank uh, Margaret Wilcox. Okay, Margaret Wilcox, e- educate me. Who's that? What did she do? She's the inventor of the car heater. She <laughs> put the heat in <laughs> the cars. Nice. <laughs> so before that, yeah. Guess what? She that the cars were cold. Yeah. She figured. She figured out. She tied bring, bring how a to take the, to the heat. Car. How to bring the heat from the engine into the car. Look at that. Okay. All right. So, All right. Shout out to Margaret. We're okay. going to call her Maggie for sure. What up, Maggie Wilcox? Okay. So another one I want to uh, bring up. Elizabeth. Ah, you said Maggie. Elizabeth <laughs> Maggie. Elizabeth Maggie? Yeah. Nice. Look at that. You know who she is? No. She created this game called the Lord, the Landlord's Game. The Landlord's Game? Yeah. She became a landlord? Oh, she did more than that. Oh, God. It eventually got... Listen, a lot of people Stole. hate their hate, hate they landlords right now. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know if we want to thank Elizabeth right now. <laughs> These landlords are dropping. No, dropping you want to thank her. You want to thank her because because th- there's family members that you uh-huh. have, and everybody everybody has done this. Okay, go ahead. We've all played Monopoly. Oh, of course we have. She's the original person. It was called Landlord's Game. Oh, get out of here! So she's obviously a Jersey girl because Monopoly is. All about Jersey. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. It was called the Landlord Game before it was called Monopoly. Yeah. I mean, you... I could be wrong where, the, where she's from, but I'm okay. just telling you that she was uh, the inventor for that. Look at you with your Snapple facts. Well, I had to. I had, you know, when you when you started talking about stuff, I'm like, you know something? Uh, I got to look. You're going to pull your ace out of your sleeve. You have, me, you have me over here looking up stuff real quick. I love it. I love it. What um, else you got? You got something else? Because I, I got a woman I'm about to bring up as well. Uh, and no, there's other stuff, but. Yeah. I, I really think that today's women are, I, I want to thank them. Yes. No, seriously, I really I know. Do. You're just going to love this next topic. Keep going. Be- because <laughs> of the fact that every time you turn around and you try to do something, uh-huh. there's a woman there that's going to tell you whether you should be doing it or not. Listen, behind every strong man is even a stronger woman. And there's not a guy out there right now that can make a decision without saying, what will my mom say? What will my yeah. grandmother say? What will my wife say? What will my daughter say? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's real. No, and, it's real. And, and, and they're keeping us going. Yeah, Because you know that the war that's happening now is all men. Because if that was women, that, that would have been settled like in like three days. Absolutely. Women Absolutely. would have taken care of that stuff. We'll, they would have brought a casserole over. They would have had a talk. Straight, no problems. <laughs> no problems. 
Get no, me. man. No, I definitely agree. Women are definitely way better communicators than men. And like I said, um, men, we, you know, we always like to say we're the backbone of the family, but the women are the heart. So you take the heart out of the body, you got nothing else. So um, shout out to all the women out there. So I'm about to bring up a very famous woman who got a lot of backlash this week. Her name is, you might have heard of her. Her name is Kim Kardashian. Oh, geez. <laughs> so she has a message for all the ladies this week. The ladies specifically. I don't know who, what, why this, how this came about. Was she being interviewed? But she basically, you know, they asked her, you know, do you have a message for people out there and for the ladies? And she says, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your effing butt up and work. It seems like no one wants to work these days. But that's coming that's from, cool. that's coming from, oh, don't cook her yet. Don't cook her yet. Don't cook her yet. Don't cook her yet. It's International Women's Month. We're going we're gonna to first start with love. We got to start with love. So let me start with love. Let me start with love, Frankie. I'm doing the two-step. <laughs> Do the two-step while I give Do her love. I got to give her love. flowers first. I got to give her flowers. Give her flowers. So listen, there's a lot of people who have born into money. There's a lot of people who come into wealth in this life. And they either A, go broke, B, get arrested, three, or C, I said, look at, I'm mixing letters and numbers. And I'm or the C. one. That's <laughs> or C, they die. So, like, not everybody could take the wealth you inherit and grow it into something else. When you look at Kim Kardashian, she's actually dominated reality television for 15 years. So, we brought up the Jersey Shore. There were shows like The Real World. There were shows like TRL on MTV. There was all kinds of reality shows. Right. Her show has been around 15 years. Bro, that's longer than most sitcoms. Because nobody can tell them apart anymore because they keep getting plastic <laughs> surgery. You don't know which one's Frankie, the mother, which one's Frankie, not. Frankie, we're starting oh, with love. Love, love. We're starting with two love. Two-step. Two step. <laughs> Back to the two-step. Two-step. So listen, she's built an empire. She's basically not only put herself on, but she put a whole family on. She married Kanye. And this is the one thing I will applaud on. Kanye's been acting like an absolute goof. He's been saying all kinds of things. He's been wilding out. He's been calling all kinds of names. But you know what she says? She says... I would never talk bad about him because he's the father of my kids. So regardless of whatever antics he's pulling on the media, whatever he's saying, whatever he's doing, I am not going to talk bad about him. And I thought that was very big of her. That's smart. She's also got a lot of people released from jail that were wrongfully convicted. She helped with, along with Van Jones and a few other people with getting people off out of jail that didn't deserve to be there or did unjustifiable time. I applaud her for that. Now... <laughs> I will say, let me go back to her quote. <laughs> so her quote is, I don't, I don't think her quote was entirely bad. She says, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your butt up and work. That part right there, if anybody said that, I would say, duh. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you, if you, nothing falls Nailed from the it. sky. You got it. <laughs> The part where I think she's getting backlash is the next line she says right after. It seems like no one wants to work these days. The moment you say that, you have now dismissed everyone who is not at the same status that you're currently at. Go ahead, Frankie. I'm going to give it to you. She has you. a church. Go ahead, Frankie. What? <laughs> she has a church. You can look it up. It's $1,000 a month uh -huh. or $1,000 a year in this to be a church a, a church so they can be a part of it and they take 10 percent. a church like she church, owns church. a church do they, they pray to kim the kardashians, kardashians the kardashians they have a church so is it like like a legit tax-free church like i i, I need that <laughs> what do you mean she has she, like is it a, a church. Catholic church like she owns a church like they have their own church yes 
They pr- it's all tax praise. Exempt. Yeah, all praise to the God. Wow. Okay. All right. Didn't know that. To, I really didn't. Go to, to go to be a part of it, you got to give up that a thousand dollars, and then you got to give ten percent. Wow. So why is she saying get up and work your butt off when you're just taking the money from the people that are walking into your church? So, and I'm a. I, I'm ahead. not a fan of that. You know, I. I that's, know. That's a I know. topic for me. I know. I'm gonna let you cook it too. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go at it. So listen, I think, I think it's short sighted of her. Right. Because you wouldn't be able to build the makeup line, your empire, the, or have the photo shoots that you have without the people who are working to put you in that position. So the people who are working at your stores, the people who are working on your clothing line, the people who are working behind the scenes for pennies in comparison to what you're making. Right. I think it, this line is rather dismissive to those people. I mean, we're at a time like Frankie, like. This is a very peculiar time. This is this is a time I don't think that's been like anything else. I mean, literally, it costs more to park my car in a parking garage in New York than most people get paid an hour. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, you're tell me. It literally costs like twenty five dollars an hour to park a car in New York, and most people don't even get paid fifteen dollars an hour. So, and again, I'm just saying, like, I think this. I don't mind the first line. Everybody got to get up and work. No one's going to hand you anything in life. You got to, everybody got to go and hustle. Everybody got to grind. But I think the part where she's like, no one wants to work these days. Like, where's that line coming from? Everybody is grinding out here. Gas is, we already talked about how gas is busting people's butt. You're not getting paid enough. And then if gas is the way it is, it's not even worth it to commute to the job that you got to go to to get paid. (laughs) So it's like, come on, man. Like, I, I I was I was trying to like shoot her some bail because again, you know, I'm trying to celebrate women this month. And um she didn't really do me any favors with this line, man. I I'm not a fan of hers. I, I mean like I get what they've done and all that, but they're famous I, they're, they're famous for many wrong reasons besides the oh, good absolutely. The, the good that they've done. And I, I get that part. Honestly, the only person who should be talking is Chris. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Chris Jenner is the only one that should be talking. <laughs> but to me, to me, it's just like, how do you how do you turn around and say something like that when you're like. She got a million dollar head start. Yeah. At the end of the day. You know, your, your, your father was one of the top lawyers, you know, you literally you, was on a case with OJ. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, <laughs> how do you how do you say you're like everybody else? You're not. Mm-hmm. No, I've, you're not. You had a you had. In a marathon, you were at mile 20 when everybody yeah, else yeah. was starting. So exactly. guess what? I, I, I get what you're trying to do, connect with the people, uh-huh. but you're not doing it the right way. No, I totally feel you, man. But no, nah, man, uh, again, I will say take some of what she said, with just getting up and getting to work. And I will say as my sort of like, I guess, hope for other people who are grinding out there, who are getting up in the morning. Matter of fact, you probably listen to this podcast, headed to work right now. Um I would want to just tell people don't get so caught up um, and and beating yourself up because you're not at the place that you want to be at. So I think a lot of times we we often pour a lot of energy into where we rather be at in life rather than focusing on how to make the most of today. So it's like you it's always great to daydream about where you want your life to be at, the the house you want to have, the car you want to drive the the things you want to obtain the financial security that you're looking for but if you keep daydreaming about where you rather be you won't ever put the energy you need into today to make that uh, become a reality there's no such thing as a finish line 
There is none. Exactly. Because if you're already looking at what the finish line is, uh-huh. you lost. Mm. You lost. Exactly. Okay. Because life is a hustle. So if you want more and you accept a finish line, yeah. you're failing yourself. You're selling yourself short. Because to me, there is none. Yeah. I mean, like, there's always, you know, until my to my last breath, I'm yeah. going to be trying to do something to make things better. Whether it's to secure me, the family, whatever it is. That's what I'm that's what I'm gonna do. So if you're looking going, oh I'm I can't wait for me to make it. Yeah. The person that make it is still getting up yeah. at four in the morning and putting in a twenty hour day. Bro, I think But we're only seeing the luxury car that they're driving. Yep. But we're not seeing the hustle behind it. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, if that's what you're looking for, you're looking for the finish line, you're lost. Yeah. Keep the hustle going. Try to find something new. Do something for yourself. Do something for others. And I guarantee. You might see it, mm-hmm. but you don't have to get there because that's the journey. The best part of it is the struggle to get to where you want to go and knowing that you will not get there mm-hmm. and you continue the hustle. That's the, that's the glory of being able to say, yeah, I did it my way. No, I, I'm 100% agree. I just want to kind of add a caveat. Only thing is I want to say is set milestones for yourself. Oh, that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Like that's measurable different. milestones. So, like, yeah, like you don't have to know the end game goal, but definitely have check marks as to like I need to be at this point, or this is what I'm striving for. And then once you attain that, you just keep going to the next milestone and the next milestone. So, like you said, it, the race never ends. You just create new milestones for you to achieve. But that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's, man, like, that's not, what not, life not, is supposed. Not to Not everybody's be. thinking that way, Frankie. Not everybody's thinking that way. But you know what? I got a funny story for you, Frankie. A woman has posted this story on Twitter, and I think the stars align for me to find things like this. (laughs) So imagine, if you will, Frankie, you find out that your seven-year-old kid lied about the husband having another girlfriend as revenge for being grounded, and that he never cheated (laughs) and never never done anything at all that your seven-year-old daughter said that he did and now you're well into your divorce proceedings (laughs) and he's not going to forgive you because you didn't believe him when he denied it (laughs) when the seven-year-old said it so frankie let me ask you something when you're in a situation (laughs) where the kid is telling you one story and your significant other is telling you the opposite (laughs) who do you go to Who do you believe, Frankie? <laughs> uh, so who do you believe? You believe the one is the most honest. Oh, they're both honest. No, no. <laughs> Your kid is honest. Okay, to you. okay. So Your I turn around and go. You. You're my kid. I said, Rashawn, you're punished. I said, Oh yeah. Hey ma, he's been cheating on you. Am I still punished? <laughs> well, th- th- that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So he got pissed off. Yeah, that's that's that. This is exactly what happened. Okay. So I'm. My question would be like, Oh, you're gonna believe him? What? Did you, uh, Here's the question. Did you just punish him? Yeah. But what if you didn't have any knowledge that this per- the kid was punished? Like, the, like, you didn't know. Like, you were at work. And you just came home from work. Get the lie detector. <laughs> Get the lie detector. Wait, I'm okay with it. You're going to put the kid on the lie detector no, test? No, put me on the lie detector oh, test. No, no, no. Put Frankie, me. Because my stop. answer is going to be more true. Frankie, stop. Rewind. <laughs> you come home from work. And you, I, am, I, you, am I closing halfway out the door? Listen, shut up, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> you come... You come home from work. You get in the door. And as soon as you get in, you go to put your stuff down. You go to your room. 
Your daughter comes in the room and says, Daddy, can we talk? And you're like, what's the matter, baby? And she's like, I didn't want to say anything, Dad, but I saw Mommy talking to another guy. And you're like, honey, Mommy talks to a lot of different guys. It's probably a coworker or a friend. No, Daddy. I heard her say she's, she's loved him. <laughs> she wants to be with him. Is he the work husband? <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, no, I heard her say, she didn't want to be with her husband anymore. I don't want my family to break up daddy. I, don't, I think mommy's doing something. And then you go to your wife and you say, honey, can you believe our daughter says this? And she just goes, yeah, it's ridiculous. But she's doing it convincing enough for you to believe that your daughter's lying. You don't, you don't know me too well, do you? <laughs> I'm, tell, I'm asking you, Frankie, in this position... What do you do? Do you believe your kids? Uh, no. So what do you do it, Frankie? I'm going to be like, come here. <laughs> Who are you saying come here to? To my kid. Come here. Kid. Okay. Come here. Sit right there. Uh-huh. I go, you come here. And then you call the wife. wife. I said, tell her what you just said to me. <laughs> tell her what you just said. Uh-huh. I'm going to look at what, when the kid talks, I'm going to look at the expression. Uh-huh. Expressions don't lie. Facial, facial expressions do not lie. Uh-uh. You scared? <gasps> yeah. You know? She said that you're... Go ahead, tell her. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, she's gonna be like, uh-huh. Those couple of facial expressions will say it all. Yeah. Now explain to me why she's saying this. Yeah. All right. So basically, you're gonna do the smart thing, basically bring them both. I'm gonna call them out. <laughs> both together, right next to each other. I'm nice. not into that interrogating separate rooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. We're sitting, we're gonna figure this out right now in front of each Boom. other. Boom. Because I have a rule. Uh-huh. Simple rule. You don't wanna be with me, just let me know. I'm out. That's it. I remember we went over this. You was like, don't even tell me why. I don't even need to know. I don't know. Like, guy, girl, happy, sad, too fat, too thin. I don't care what it is. I, I'm out. You're out. Ghost. Peace. Because if you already made your decision, there's no reason for me to start negotiating or talking about I told it. told you, man. Woman don't need to think about it. No. Nope. <laughs> she already made up a mind, man. <laughs> but you, what else you got? Because this, 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 this is one of those. <laughs> this is one of those. Oh, so, I got a, I got a question for the ladies. Have you ever noticed... And I wish we'd get a lady on the phone. But why is it that, and maybe guys do this too. Why is it that you friends with people for years? And then the moment a woman, say, gets a new man into her life, she fall off the face of the earth for three months. <laughs> and then, because <laughs> she's, you know, got the new boo in her life. As a friend, you understand. You say, you know what? And I've seen guys do this too. But what I don't like is that the woman would actually prioritize the new relationship over the friendship. So in your opinion, do you think women should prioritize their relationship with their significant other that they haven't married yet over their friends? Yes. If you start dating somebody. Keep going. If you start dating somebody. Yes, keep going. And it's in the beginning. You're still going to have the friendship going. We're going to disagree here, but keep going. I don't care care that we're going to disagree. You think I care? So listen, bottom line is, if she's going to turn around and she's going to start getting getting to know somebody, they're going to need to spend time together. So I'm okay with the distancing. Because men do it too. Absolutely, absolutely. So they can go ahead. You know, you want to got to explore that. You got to explore that. You don't. The more the more time they spend together, the more they're going to find out whether they belong together. Because one two things are going to happen. You're going to be back within like 30 days or 45 days. Uh-huh. Or you're going to be gone for like three to six months. I like where this is going. Okay. Like is I'm going. totally fine with it because after the six months, I'm going to be like, hey, how do you, how's everything going? Uh-huh. 
Oh, it's going good. Good. Is it going any further? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm gonna tell you. Okay, listen. I I, I appreciate the time that you've been spending uh-huh. with them, but don't forget that we're always here. Okay. So you kind of like went back to where I was at. Okay. 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 So I'm in 100 percent agreement with you. <laughs> in the beginning of the relationship, as a friend, your job is to be supportive. Absolutely. Your job is to encourage. You want the relationship to flourish because you want your friend to be happy. Your job as a friend is not to be a weight on that person and block them from their own happiness. So, yeah, by all means, when they're seeing somebody, you already know. You're like, yo, carry on. I hope it works. I hope you two make it. I can't wait to go to the wedding. I hope this is it for you. By all means. However, I still think your friendships, you you should definitely, I won't say prioritize, I feel like you can't prioritize your friendships over your spouse when they become your spouse. That's that's different. I feel like you can't do that. Prior to them becoming your spouse. <laughs> you still need a bridal party. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to need them. Wait a minute. Because I, I'm, 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 I'm freestyling this. I'm improving this. So I'm trying to put, create, create a situation where you pitch your friend against your wife or your your girlfriend, and what do you do in that situation? Like, what do you do where your friend needs you and your newfound relationship also needs you? For example, how about this? I got a perfect scenario. It's your best friend's birthday. Mm -hmm. And your best friend is planning something, uh, and it's a milestone birthday. Like, it's not like a typical birthday. We're talking like either 25 or they turned... 30 like it's a milestone birthday like hey like i'm having a big gathering all of the all of our peoples you know how we do Mm -hmm. uh but it's gonna be a limited audience because you know i'm paying for this this, right so uh if you don't mind i would like for just you to come and our people like it's just gonna be our niche our group of people right the same weekend your new relationship invites you to their parents house because they want to introduce you because things are going really well in this relationship and they want you to meet their parents and their parents are only in town for that weekend and that day. The same day as your best friend's birthday party. Where do you go? I could do both. <laughs> Frankie, they at the same time. Frankie, stop trying to remix this question. They're at the same exact time. You have to be at either point A or point B. Where do you go? How far are they apart? <laughs> Frankie, it is literally virtually impossible to be at both places oh, at the same time. Damn, but you're not making life easy. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work both of them because I can get free drinks out of one. I like where your head is at. I like that you're such a good person and you're going to try to please both parties. But this is a situation you can't physically be at both locations. How long? Am, how how long is the relationship? Let's just say you guys been together. I'm gonna throw a day. Like let's say four months, and your best friend you've known them for ten years. I'm going, with my friend. Okay, now I'm gonna stretch it out. I'm gonna change the variables. You've been in this relationship for almost a year. Still a friend. Okay. I, all right. I think we're in agreement here. Still a friend. It's not a relationship. It's just it's you haven't gotten to that point yet. In I that think we're still, but some people think like a year or or even two years is that's a significant amount of time. Anything over about a year and a half is okay. where I'll, I'll start. That's looking where at you start drawing a line and you start oh, like, yeah, I might have to go. She's been around for a while, you know, but uh, or he's been here. Listen, you know? man. I told you back on mind games, my loyalty is deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I, I, I really Look think that that's what it, it'll, it'll be. It has to be over a year. 
Okay. Closer, probably closer to a year and a half. Because I know that if I pick up the phone and go, hey, guys, uh, I'm doing something tomorrow night from for me. right? They're, they're showing up. Yeah. W- regardless of whoever they're with, yeah. or what, you know, they're just going to drop the plans. Now, let me make this more complicated for you. Oh, Frankie. Jesus Christ. I'm going to make this more complicated because this, this just occurred to me. Maybe because this has happened to me in my past and I'm going I'm to put it on you. <laughs> what, is, when is, what do you do in a situation when it's your kid versus your spouse? Kid versus kid always wins. The kid, do you always pick the kid over the spouse? Depending on what it is, but if we're married, so, well, like so, it's my saying, child. So let me just let me just give more color to this to help you out. You, you got to give me a, like a really. I'm gonna give you some more situation. color. I'm gonna give you some more color. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull something from the past here. I'm not gonna say this exactly happened to me. It might happen to someone I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know it didn't happen to me. Go ahead. Okay, so you have a parent, um, and the parent is having issues with the kid like how about this it's your stepkid so there's there's a couple together and they had and when he married the person he also inherited inherited the stepkid right and the stepkid is very disgruntled like they don't click they don't mesh the two of them okay personalities clash the two of them they argue a lot the two of them they just don't click at all and it gets to a point where the spouse, you know, he's like, and this spouse is perfect. The spouse does everything right for you. Spouse is, pays for things, cares for you, loves you unconditionally, took your kid in, tried to make it work with your kid, didn't work, is like exhausted now. And it's like, hey, you have to make a decision at this point because I can't live like this. You either have to be, either go with your kid or I have to go my own way. And you're now in this position. A woman's in this position where she has to choose either the husband or she has to choose the kid. What do you think that the woman should decide to do? The kid. Agreed. <laughs> the kid. But elaborate. Why do you say the kid? Over the spouse. Over because the spouse? a lot of, and I'm gonna tell you why. Some people say, you know, your kid eventually grows up to become their own person, and then they find a spouse and they go live their own life. So you can't base your life on your kid's life. You kind of have to live your own life. So some people, I'm just saying, some people say you should go with the spouse because your spouse is who you're committed to and who you're with. Your kid will eventually get older and build their own life. But then that kid is going to have animosity towards the mother and always going to treat them like crap. And they're always going to cause a problem for that relationship. So that relationship, by make by staying with the man yeah, or the woman, whoever the situation is, yeah. You're eventually going to end up divorced. Ah, but why is that, Frankie? Because the kid is going to make your lives miserable. Now, if it's my kid, yeah, say it's your kid. Now you have to choose the, the my wife, kid, my kid, you're or not messing or, with the kid. And it's the stepmother. Stepmother, you got to go. I can't. I can't turn on my kid ever. Listen, the worst thing you could ever do is close a door on a child. Yeah, man. The minute you close that door, whatever they thought of you is garbage. It's over. So they're never going to respect themselves because you chose someone else over them. Woo! Talk to them, Frankie. No, 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 no. It's always about your kids. I see people going, oh, I'm going I'm going to go over here. I'm just going to drop off my kids here and do this. And I'm going to go on vacation, but the kids are going to be here and don't do this. And I'm. it's always about them and not about their kid. Don't get mad when your kid treats you like crap. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a wound that won't ever heal, man. It never heals. It's now, real. when I watch a parent go, 
it's all of us or nothing. Yeah. And then the other person goes, what do you mean? It's like, uh, there's no, it's, it's a package deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's all of us. You got to take me in the baggage. Yeah. So if you can't handle all of this, you got to go. Toodles. You got to go. There's, there's no reason. I'd rather, listen, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather split ramen soup with my child and know that my kid has my respect Ooh. than have a, a, a five course meal with somebody who has not respected the fact that I'm a parent. Mm. Bars. That's me. Bars. Hit the applause, Frankie. Hit the applause, Frankie. You deserve it, man. You deserve it. <laughs> I still got to update that thing. You know what? We, we've been talking about friends here. Um, let me ask you. Somebody asked me this uh, this this past week, too. And then I'm going to kick it over to you, Frankie, because I've been shooting out a lot. Keep so it going. Keep right, it going. So, I'm okay with it today. So uh, a friend hit me up and was like, Rashawn, you know, like you seem like a person who's pretty good with his friends. And he says, but let me ask you. And I, I thought we touched on this, but maybe... I don't know. Maybe we didn't dive deep enough. But he says, Woody, when does a person you consider to be an associate graduates to being a friend? Like, when is it the, like, the moment that you say... There is no degree. No, but what, but what he's saying is, like, how do you know? Like, because like, you, you could be friendly with a lot of people. And then you could see these people often or you can see them in passing. And, you know, you, you have a camaraderie with these people. But when does that person go from being cool person to be like i think i trust you what do you think of the steps for that person to be established as a friend i have my perspective but you go ahead and go first my, my theory behind that would be is very simple um when you least expect them they're still there i like okay. it so go ahead give an example uh-huh things are happening and how do i how do i explain this <laughs> No, because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to touch something that hasn't been discussed with somebody else. Okay. Okay. So, if you're if you cannot say that a person you met thirty days ago mm -hmm. is just a friend or somebody you know, if that person those within those thirty days has earned your respect. Okay. Okay. So, because you have people that you've known your entire life, they will mm -hmm. never have the friend status, and they've had plenty of time. Ooh, yeah, plenty of time it's to not, earn it. I like where we. Okay, okay, I like where and we're they going. haven't earned it. Uh -huh. They haven't earned it. So you keep them at a distance. They they're the ones that text you, hey, I once like a this. week, and all this and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you keep them at a distance because they're not a friend. But you can have one person be like, yo, let me pass you this extension cord. Boom. Hey, give this to your child. Yeah. Here's a meal. Yep. Out of nowhere, that Dang. person right there, believe it or not, that's a friend. I think you touched on exactly what I was going to basically kind of hint at. I base friendships based on consistency. How consistent of a, you've been, you demonstrated a certain type of behavior that I deem is a person that I want around me. So I feel like sometimes friendships is not always about what, you give to the person materialistically or sometimes it's just a voice to be heard or sometimes it's just a voice of encouragement. Sometimes it's just a person without being prompted just does those things. Like you said, like they just give you those words of encouragement or they see greatness in you and want better for you than they right. want for themselves. And it's like, and they're consistently like this day in day out. They keep bringing that same energy of wanting you to win. And I think, and they demonstrate ways of how you could trust them you put them in different situations where they have delivered on that trust i think i think friendships are built on consistency of behavior 
However, what's so crazy is that it's almost like I can only equate it to like maybe like dieting. You know how like imagine if you will, you're you're exercising, you're eating right, and then you go two days where you just go off diet and your whole body relapses. <laughs> I've been on a relapse. <laughs> Listen, shut up, Frankie. I've been on a relapse. I feel like that's how trust is with a friendship. You could be consistent all the time, day in, day out. And then you do something that is like uncharacteristic for just even once, maybe twice if you're lucky. And all that stuff is wiped out. Everything that you've done is gone. So that's why I take consistency to such a high degree. Because if you are consistently true and consistently putting in uh, that loyalty and that that friendship, you have a friend for life with me. No, absolutely. Listen, I'm gonna throw us in the this scenario. Mm-hmm. We met how many years ago? What? Oh my God, Frankie, Are we talking ten years? Probably no, ten years. Frankie, have it been ten years or more? Well, how how old is? Because Mason's nine. So eleven years. Yeah, eleven years. Okay. Wow. Eleven years. Yeah. Yeah, we met at crazy. a birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We were down in Red Bank. Yeah, that's met crazy. You. Nice guy, know this and all that. We yeah. spoke a couple of times here yeah. and there. You were somebody I How's knew. That crazy. Eleven years later, here we yeah. are doing a podcast. Oh my god, <laughs> crazy. I didn't even think about it until now. But I'm, I'm going to tell okay, you. Go ahead, go ahead. So this whole thing going to what your your topic. Yeah. So you're turning around and you're like, oh, this is a guy I know. Mm-hmm. Guy I know. Still not a friend. Mm-hmm. Still not a friend. Then we were started hanging out in different. With people, and we're meeting up at barbecues and all this and all that, and all of a sudden... My wife says, it's more than that. So I actually probably known you longer than 11 years, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. She'll slap you when you get home, I but really I'm okay got, with I it. I really got to find out how long I've known you, Frank. Yeah. This is getting crazy. So, so here, here's some... <laughs> God, we're trouble. old. <laughs> but here's what happened. There was a turning point. Yeah. The turning point was when we were sitting some one day, and you were like, yo, I got to go. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? He goes, oh, I got to go to my daughter, take care of my daughter, do, braid her hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was, I, no, I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, what? He goes, yo, I got to go take care. She had, I don't know if she had to take pictures or something like oh, that. Oh, And you God. were like, I got I to go do her hair because, uh-huh. you know, you were a single dad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and and I was like, I was like, that guy has his priorities straight. That's where it started to be like, okay, he could yeah. be a friend. He could be a friend. And then obviously, turning point was further down the road when yeah. me and you got into a serious conversation. And we clicked. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I don't have to worry about you. Yeah. You're a friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with that. That took a while. Yeah. I told somebody I hated her guts. Yeah. And she told me, not only you're going to take those words back, you're going to like me and you're going to love me. You're going to love my family. Wow. Who said that? Alex. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. You told Alex I hate your guts? Straight to her face. Now, I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. I couldn't stand her. Oh my god! What did she? But but the but we it's but earned respect. Earned respect. That's dope. No, that's okay? dope, man. But you know what's you know what's, you know what's crazier? You know how quick it can take somebody that you call a friend to become a distant friend? Oh, absolutely, man. That drop is happening. Like boom, done. That's why I was saying like that. The, everything that has been accumulated and built up with that person, it could be wiped out in an instant. Mm-hmm. Instant, just for for something that you did that was uncharacteristically you. Yeah. And sometimes it's a lapse of judgment, mm-hmm. but I feel like as friends, we always know what the, where the boundaries are. Yeah. We always know where the lines are at. So when you purposely step outside of it, yeah, no, and, you, and, I feel and, like you've committed that choice. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you want to be on the other side of not being a friend. So guess what? Now all of a sudden it starts to separate, and 
Don't get mad. You know, it's so it's so funny you say this, Frankie. You keep triggering different things to me. Get speak. It's almost like, uh, what's that saying? B- bad company corrupts good character. Tell me who you're walking with. I'll tell you who you are. It's in the Bible. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like you are who the people, it's you know, birds of a feather flock together. I know yeah. we all say <laughs> But it's like you are, you know, who you surround yourself with. If you are around a certain group of individuals that are, you know what? I always judge people based on how you treat other people. If I see you, and I'm talking about people that you don't know. Like, for example, when I go out to eat with people, we spoke about this before. How you treat the waiter is how I perceive you. Mm-hmm. It's how I will react to how you are as a person. How you treat the homeless person, you know, who is looking for change or, you know, struggling for food. Yeah. How you respond to these different scenarios is how I view you as a person because I like to see how you react to people who don't know you, who are complete strangers to you that, you know, they they have no overhead over you. And I look at that as sort of shaping the kind of person I want to be around. Because Absolutely. if I see you as a good person, demonstrating good things, you're there for people, you're there for your family, you're there for your friends. That makes me, like you said, earn that bigger respect for you. And again, you know, everybody always says, like, I think we said a hundred times before, like, I'm not big on having a hundred friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep your circle small because it may be, you know, the circle, you know, it could be smaller in size, but it could be greater in value. I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. But, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's not a, I, I totally agree with that. I, yeah. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, it's just weird because, you know, you, you learn to appreciate a lot more when you your mind is set that way, where you can turn around and, and be that person. Yeah. Um, I'm me. My character is that I always try to find the positive in anything. Mm-hmm. And whenever I talk to somebody, they're like, "Oh, I can't believe I lost this job." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's giving you an opportunity to find another one." Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, I'm, you know, my grandmother passed. She's no longer in pain. You know, this yeah, is me. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my character because I don't want people to have to be like, you know, like trying to let go, like release the, the what they're going through and, mm-hmm. and just add to it. Yeah. At like uh, pile on to the suffering, yeah. pile on to the sadness. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, my grandmother died. Damn, for real? You know? Um, oh, I mean, well, you want to be remorseful and you know, empathetic. So, you but, know, yeah. but, you know, people be like, you know, like I lost my job. Oh, it's finally because, you know, you know, you hated like that, that job. You hated that job. You know, stuff like that is wrong. So yeah. I'm always the guy that's always trying to find a positive in anything. Yeah. Because it's those are the words that yeah. are actually going to get them through that day for the following day. Yeah. And, and I really believe that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like negativity. I can't be around it. It drives me insane. Yeah, man. Bad energy could just, it could just, it saps you. It could yeah, just sap I can't. you, man. Like it could suck everything out of you, you know? And now, you know, while we was there, I was like, why do you think that people give, you know, we just talked about like how you could lose trust in a friendship and like a blink of an eye. But why do you think that a lot of people will give in a relationship 50 chances but they forgive their friendship one chance <laughs> because they have no respect for themselves. Like, oh, oh man, Jesus! <laughs> you want to know? I'll tell you. You're gonna give a relationship. So if, if, if somebody's Yo, cheating on you, if somebody's cheating on you over and over and over, and you keep giving them a shot. Respect yourself. Ooh, a lot of that's gonna be tough for people to hear, man. Okay, so, so you what, know, I, what I'm saying, but I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Respect Self- yourself. So you're mad at the person that was honest with you. So you're gonna break up that friendship when somebody else is playing you dirty. Yeah. Respect yourself. That's it. That's there's there is no. Oh, uh, let me help. No, respect yourself. No, you're. 
Yo, I, I don't even know what you... I didn't expect you to try say that. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you expect from me? Listen. Yeah, so, no, so, like, I was trying to make that funny because... <laughs> but, damn, you dropped a truth bomb. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, no, you're 100% right. I see these people who get into relationships and the guy, you know, is doing everything completely wrong. He is wilding out. He's... Everything that she has asked him to do, he doesn't do it. Right. Or he doesn't follow through. He comes back with all the baby, baby pleases. Like, he keeps mm-hmm. sweat. My, 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 my. He's screaming, baby. He's crying. He's singing all the songs. And they take him back. And then, you know, he'll be good for like a month. And then he's back in these streets again. And he's doing whatever. And I will watch this person, a very proud woman, keep opening the door for him. But if it was any other her girlfriends that try to like... You know, oh, she was talking behind my back. I cut her off. Snip, snip. Like, it's a wrap. And I'm like, Mm-mm. so you cut people that you've been riding with for years with the quickness. But the dude that is a dirtbag is, is still hanging around. So it all comes down to self-love, huh, yeah, Ricky? Respect yourself and you have no worries. Dang, man. So, uh, no. So, okay. So what do you want to do? So you lose the friendship and then it's like, okay. So, so what are you going to end up getting? Person's gonna knock on your door two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. I got a black eye. Oh, I got kicked out. Oh, another. What you know? What my answer's gonna be? Come on in. Yeah. You should respect yourself a little bit more than what you have. Let's go. Nice. I'll help you now. Nice. Yeah. But if you're not willing to do that, and you're gonna go back out there the next time you knock on my door, I'm gonna be like, go home. Mm. Because I can only be around people that are gonna respect. So I dropped the friendship at that point. I mean, that's real, man. I mean, your self-love has got to be greater than your mm. your desire to please other people. I mean, I, I always tell people, like, you know, your diet isn't just what you eat. It's Mm-mm. what you, it's what you, the energy you take in around you as well. It's the people you allow in your life. It's the, because these things, we always think diet is just physical. No, it's also it's your mental. mental health. So you have to also, you know, be aware of what you're ingesting into your mind, both on a visual screen, from an audio. Listen to our podcast also helps your mind. Um, I heard that people who listen to our podcast have actually uh, have IQ points that have gone up, like about 10 points on average. I mean, so that's what they've been saying in the studies that at Jersey City University. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Frankie, I'm all over the map. I'm turning into you. Listen, man. no. I like no, I, I like where you're going with this, but here. here Here's what it comes down to, man. You, you you have to like at least like yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. But you you know it. Go ahead, Frankie. I'm gonna no, let you finish. No, no. So so here's the thing. So the summer's coming. Mm-hmm. If you're not respecting yourself, don't don't expect to be invited places because they're not because people know. Yeah. So if you're not turning around doing what you're supposed to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe they had a barbecue and they didn't invite me. Was, well, you don't respect yourself. You letting this guy beat you up, or you you letting her beat you up. But there's <laughs> yeah. plenty of men out there that are getting beat downs. Yeah, man. You know, and that's not don't talked come. about enough. That's not talked about enough. And again, I'm celebrating women. I'm celebrating women this, on this podcast. But some of you women got strong right hooks, and y'all be beating up. You know the dudes that you with. <laughs> Yo, blink two and, times if you need help, okay? dudes. If you're struggling out there, just put a crying emoji into the chat. We'll we'll get you some help. We'll try to find. Some, we'll try to get you some resources. No, in all seriousness, I know we always joke about like men in these abusive relationships, but we have seen Johnny Depp. Hmm? Johnny Depp is a celebrity. He's a millionaire. He does Pirates of the Caribbean. He does Edward Scissorhands. Did all these movies, and his significant other, I believe her name is Amanda something. I can't remember her last name, but. You know, she called the cops on him when she was abusing him. 
And obviously, everybody immediately started thinking it was Johnny Depp that was doing the abusing because no. we just couldn't fathom this woman who's smaller than him was beating on him. It was just like, get out of here. Like, come on, Johnny. Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you just walk away? And it's like, no. You can't. You can't. It's, you know, I think, you know, we take people in these abusive relationships. Uh, it's it's harder for a guy to walk away from a relationship that's abusive than a woman. Ooh. My opinion. Ooh, tell me why, Frankie. Because, Curious you know, he there's ego. Mm. Men were like, yo, why'd you break up? He, he turned around and says, ah, we weren't getting along and all this and all that. Guess what? The minute they talk to her, they're going to be like, why'd you guys break up? I'll whoop that butt. Because mm. he did this. He did that. Guys, Guy will stay in there a little bit longer. Yeah. Women won't. Now, I don't know, the women that don't respect themselves and the men that don't respect themselves, they'll stay a lot longer into the relationship. I believe. I don't know, man. That Stockholm Syndrome sets in. Like, when people start falling in love with the people who hold them captive, that's a very real psychological thing. Like, we watched it with Ike and Tina. She was doing hit records and all these songs, and we saw her story play out in, you know, in a movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? We also see, I don't know if you guys got to see her biopic. It was on HBO. Amazing story. Yeah. Um, she wanted to be known more for than just the abusive story of her, because that was only a chapter of her right. life. But um, great documentary on her. But um, she spoke in detail. Like, yeah, it was like she had kids with him and she just felt like wrapped up in his world because he had this hold on her. And, you know, thankfully, I've never been in a situation like that, an abusive relationship like that. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it's harder for guys or women. I know that that situation is tough. And I do know that when guys are in these abusive relationships, they are less likely to bring it forth. Yeah. Because, like you said, I think because the ego, because how do you, you can't go to your friends and say, yeah, man, um, my my wife beats me. Like, it, because you don't know how your friends are going to receive that. I'm going to be honest with you. Frankie, if you tell me your wife is beating you, I'm like, man, you should duck. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, but that's the reason why. See what See, you just did? I just did it. You just I, did I know, it. And I'm that's the reason. And, that's and I'm a hypocrite. Like, I don't, <laughs> you're saying this, but that's exactly I'm like, the reason yo, why. Like, yo, why did you block? Like, <laughs> because, and that's the problem. The guy's going to be like, I can't, I have nobody to talk to. Like, Dad, you can't fight. No. <laughs> you said you grew up in Patterson. Yo, yeah. Dad. Yo, yo. But that's that's what, and that's where it becomes harder because the guy will stay in there until something drastic happens and yeah. he finds his way out. Yeah. Then it's a different story. Most guys that just pack up and leave. No, no, seriously. I've, I've seen this thing escalate in all seriousness. I've seen guys go, it went from hitting to to cutting. And it, it's a serious situation, man. And, um. Yeah, man. If you guys are in that situation, please seek help, and and, and I'm not the one to go to. Yeah, not me either. But listen, I, I had a friend of mine who used to be a bouncer at the tunnel in New York back yeah. in the day. Guy was like Arnold Schwarzenegger was real big, solid. Yeah. You know, he was the juice head. One time I was I was at the tunnel, and I remember this little lady walking in nasty attitude. She was yeah. like, and she started beating up on him, and he was just like taking the punches. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell's going this on? This dude looked like Shrek, and he's just getting Yo, beat by beat. Mini Me. That was his wife. Yeah, yo. And he was like, but stop hitting me. Stop hitting me. Stop hitting me. And I'm like, dude, you just threw two guys out of the out of the club. <laughs> That's my wife, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, whoa. Tell me, man. Women run this, man. Yeah. I'm proud of them. <laughs> no, nah, in all seriousness, um, yeah, I, I'm not for abusive relationships. I hope uh, if you're in that situation, please seek help. Um, I don't know the, the exact numbers to call, but... Uh, yeah, man. If you're a dude in that situation, that's a tough, tough thing to be in. But yeah, Frank, go ahead, man. Remix it up, man. What do you, I remember you? You said you had something you wanted to touch no, on. No, I, I, I wanted, I wanted to touch on some of the people from today's world where um, 
they make differences and um, opportunities that they take because of, you know, they, they don't settle. So I will give you okay. an example. All right. Um, I'm going to use Alex because Alex is probably one of the one, one of the most. Alex is definitely a VIP on, uh, on, yeah. this, on this podcast. So Alex is one of those people that you tell her, hey, um, do, do, you, do you know how to play this? And you put it in her head. She learns how to play it. She's oh like, yeah, she's my people. yeah, my cousin's like that. Okay, oh. so she's she's she goes out her way and she learns it because not not because she's just trying to show off or anything. Yeah. It's because now she needs to know how to do it. Like, cause she play right on the spot. Like, you give her a few, give her a day or something, she'll learn. Yeah, so, and let me tell you the yeah, talent my that she she has. Right? I first of all, real quick, I can't stand people like that. I can't <laughs> stand that because I can't play an instrument to save my life, and I love music, and my cousin has this gift. And it annoys the mess out of me. She can hear just the melody. She can hear just the... Maya, she's never had piano classes. Yeah. Never had any musical classes whatsoever. You play the song or you play the instrument or you just give her the melody. She'd be like, mm-hmm. Doo, 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 doo. And then, bing, 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 and then she start playing it. Hmm? You want to know how annoyed I am? I couldn't do it if you taught me. Dude, it's, <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. And this is the reason why women are... They, they, they earn their respect. Yeah, man. Okay. Not only she does that, but she's also took up photography and she took up painting. Oh, nice. All right. She painted you yet, Frankie? No. There's, 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 there's not <laughs> like, enough paint. There's not enough you, paint out there to paint. You didn't lay down like the Titanic movie? No. No. Put a, <laughs> put, a, let her paint. put a rose in my mouth. <laughs> Tell no. Alex to paint you so we can put it on the, on the no. Facebook page. But the, the, but the thing is that they they learn it and they learn it well. Yeah, man. You know, we we do it halfway. We it takes us a lot longer. Women are determined to do a lot more than we are. And I'm proud of that because I you know, like I, well, yeah. I look I look yeah, at my funny. kids and I'm like, never settle. Look at look at them. Look, yeah, man. look at what they do. Yeah. There are opportunities right now. If you just look at social media, women dominate social media. Yeah, women are taking over corporate America, period. Women are taking co over corporate America. Yeah, women watch. are taking the guys' jobs away to the point that guys are going, what job do they have that we can take? Oh, let's become nurses now. Yeah. Oh, by the way, shout out to the women's soccer team. This women's soccer team just won that lawsuit because remember they yes. were getting underpaid in comparison Good. to the men and they had a better World Cup uh, record. They, they won like two World Cups yeah. and they had a significantly but they were getting paid like 10 times less than the men they won that lawsuit and they each getting like millions of dollars each um congratulations to those ladies for winning that lawsuit so again yeah they were yeah. doing better than the men's team who you and, know. and and they basically run the world man and they they deserve more recognition not only the inventors but the ones from today that are doing what they're doing absolutely especially you know like your wife's a teacher maria teacher you know the, yeah. you know they put in time that we could never because if you were to take the amount of time that they take for their class, they're probably making like four or five dollars an hour. Absolutely, babysitters make more than they do. Okay, because they there's a care there because well, they per know. Hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because what they they know what they're doing, and some of them don't realize they're doing. They're prepping the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a teacher that teaches you how to read and write is literally creating the next scientist. Is creating yeah. the next doctor. Is creating the next sort of artists, they, the teachers who are teaching you the foundational education. Um, you know, I just, I, it's things, I think all teachers should be uh, paid a lot more than what they are. I think they should definitely get more respect than the people who are 
the celebrities who get, you know, all this honorable mention for doing less uh, impactful work. Like, mm -hmm. I, again, not to, you know, diss Kim Kardashian, but I will much have the money and wealth and recognition that she has devoted to a teacher Absolutely. than given to her for doing, I don't know, taking pictures. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to knock her. I'm just saying, from my perspective, I think that we should be celebrating, especially, I mean, even more so during this whole pandemic. During this whole pandemic crisis, <laughs> teachers were literally, teachers and nurses were on front lines. Like, like, exposing themselves exposing their families and I, I don't think that is you know they're like the unsung heroes that nobody ever talks about so there's two things about the pandemic men mm -hmm. we took a step back mm. we were like let's try to figure out what we're gonna do let's, let's take our job we're gonna do this women no joke online studies they went out and they got a, a, a degree in, in, in a couple of uh, like whether it's web designing or their, their yeah. bachelors and all that they kept moving on. We took a step back. And I'm not just, I'm, listen, I'm basing this off of the, yeah. the guys that I've, I've spoken, you know, I've spoken to throughout the last couple we of years. We don't have any stats right now, but. Don't have official stats, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you from, from my point of view, the guys that I, that I know, yeah. we all took a step back. We, we learned a little bit just yeah. to be sure that we keep our job because we were scared that we weren't going to be able to provide. Uh -huh. Women took the extra double. They went out. They, they learned how to do web design. They learned how to, you know, IT stuff. Yeah. They, they, you know, you know they, they took on um, uh, be becoming um, healthcare providers. Yeah. They did a lot more than we did. But you know what's so unfortunate is that they've done all these things. And some women actually have more credentials than a lot of the dudes out there. But unfortunately, there's still that wealth gap. Even in yeah. corporate America, they are rising. I'm seeing more female CEOs. But these female CEOs, in comparison to some of the male CEOs, are not getting that same sort of recognition or same compensation and hopefully by the time our daughters come of age and they come up in the world i hope they get a better fair shake than what it currently is but for all the women out there who are doing your thing i applaud you guys hit them with the applause frankie happy international women's month no they got it this is this is their world we're just living in it i i always say man god always creates a rough draft before he creates the final product and you know adam was the draft <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and we're still draft. I'm like a little bit of a draft. We, we didn't go any further than that. No, nah, we're done. We, with we, it. we peaked that at him. <laughs> we sure enough did. It's all good. It's all good. Hey guys, don't worry. I'll, I'll do something for you guys on, on another episode. We don't really have a guys month because you know we're guys. Yeah, we're guys. <laughs> but go ahead, Frankie. No, well, listen. Now, I oh, think we're at a good time here. We're you know we're an hour and twenty in. Shut your mouth! I didn't even realize we were going that long. You got anything else? I mean, you want to keep? Oh, it hold going? on! Uh, no, we're wait. We don't. We did too much. I, no, we, we're not going to do anymore. Like we're, we we got to wrap this up. All right. Um, well. uh, let me see. Let me see. I want to leave some words of wisdom, man. We always got to leave a life lesson, man. Leave a lesson, Frankie. Say some words of wisdom. Oh, you're gonna put me on a spot like that? Yeah, man. Never settle. Never settle. That's oh, me. you know what? Hold on. I want to do. <laughs> I do got something I want to touch on real quick. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh man, I gotta I gotta do this because this is a current event. This is a big story this week, and I'm gonna keep it brief. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> oh Jesus! Can we end the show right now? <laughs> I, th I think it's just time Ju to say Juicy bye. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> Listen, no, I I, I just wanna um, 
I just want to address this real quick for those that don't know. He's from the hit show Empire. I don't watch that show, but he is a, he's a child actor. He's been around for years. I think he was actually in the Mighty Ducks years ago. Um, but anyway, he's an actor. He staged a stunt where he did this elaborate scheme during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. He staged having some individuals beat him and then he blamed it he blamed it on Trump supporters or white supremacists that did it. And then when all the evidence came to fruition, we later discovered that nah, like we found the evidence in his house. The two people who beat him up confessed to say that he staged it and paid them. Um anyway, he got sentenced and he got sentenced for 150 days in prison. And after the sentencing, he got up and was like went on his rant yeah he went on this quick rant where he says this is uh injustice to black people and he went on his self-proclaimed like i am not suicidal and if anything were to happen to me just know that i'm not suicidal that someone did this and um i'm just gonna end it on this note that i don't one i think he i, I have a thing it's liars sometimes you got to know you got to know when to fold him. <laughs> He's only talking about himself in the mirror. Yeah, like I, I feel like the jig is up. Like you can't, you can't keep perpetuating this lie that you're doing this for some militant black movement because it dilutes the movement that is actually happening. It is, it dilutes the people who are actually fighting for those causes and trying to create uh, progression for African Americans. And I feel like when you have clowns like this, they're going to take up a lot of media coverage because. You know they're the bigger draw instead of the people it needs to be focused on. So, saying all that to say this, I do hope that you know he is safe in jail. I hope he uh, takes some time to reflect on all of this, and I hope he comes out better for this. Uh, maybe with some time alone and out of the media spotlight. But just wanted to touch on that was a current event, and just basically say, yeah, man, I don't respect it, and I hope he gets the help he needs. Yeah, well. I'm going to tell you my point of view real quick on that. He caused it to himself. He did it to himself. He needs to pay for himself. Uh, technically, he was the only victim. Yeah. But, but it, it's like he mugged oh, himself. Shoot. I just thought of something. Speaking of black movements, let me get off Jesse. I didn't even waste time on him. Ryan Coogler. Did you see what happened to him? No. Sorry. Ryan Coogler, if you don't know, he is the director and producer of uh, Oh, black yeah, Panther. the bank. Yeah. He goes oh, to my God. Bank of America. Now, this is an interesting situation. He goes to Bank of America and he goes to withdraw some money from his bank account, from his checking account. And like I said, he's the director of Black Panther. Uh, he does a few other movies, Fruitville uh, Station. He did a few other movies. Real, he's a pretty big guy. He's mm -hmm. in Hollywood. He's huge. So, you know, he kind of wanted to be inconspicuous when he went to go take some money out of his bank account. He hands the teller his ID. He gives the teller his bank card. He gives the teller his PIN number to access his bank account and he also gives the woman a note that yeah. simply states i like to withdraw twelve thousand dollar cash from my checking account please do the money count somewhere else i'd like to be discreet and the reason why he did that is because he did what everybody in the bank to see the money machine in the back going as he withdraws twelve thousand dollars from yeah. checking because if like i said before there are people who are not making as much money as a parking garage. Literally, a parking garage is making more than their money. And if I'm in a bank with somebody who's taking 12 grand out of his checking account, right. I might feel some type of way. So he asks in a note, and apparent this is done often with people who got mm -hmm. big money. I've never done this because, 
you know, nobody's checking for when I take a hundred dollars out the bank account. <laughs> I wanted to to, to ruffle the hundred dollars. Can singles. you imagine me telling them, yo, if you could please be discreet, I like a hundred singles, please. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but anyway. Yo. The bank teller hits the, I don't know, no, the bank teller actually calls their manager because they actually released a phone call and calls the manager saying, because the bank teller was nervous. She thought he was trying to rob the bank because of the note. She didn't know, but I'm like, you have his ID. You have his bank card. You have the note. What yeah. bank robber gives you their ID? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was it was it was like bad. It, it, but you know, I'm I'm happy that we were to settle it, but that should have never happened. Never should never happened. Protocol, no, that. Absolutely. They called the cops, they got him arrested out of there, but hopefully that gets cleared up. And um yeah, all right, that's all my headlines. For I, this week. I just find it funny how paparazzi is just waiting for it outside. <laughs> I know, right? The camera well, was there. Well no no, that was all from the, 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 the cops. Oh, that was the cops. Uh, yeah, that, oh, was, the right. cops that was the cops camera. camera. Yeah. Um yeah, man. Uh I think we're done here, man. All right. Um so I'm just gonna end it on this. Um, so my words of wisdom: I was talking to a friend of mine who's, you know, going through uh, some tough financial times, and I was trying to tell him, like, you know, people are making money everywhere, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, or whatever. So my thing is like, there's too much money in the world to die broke. People are broke due to bad financial habits, not lack of money. Focus on the habits that you do day to day with your money. Track where you spend your money, and let that lead you to better uh financial prosperity we're all struggling right now we're all penny pension right now times are pretty crazy right now but we'll all get through it but you just have to focus more on the habits that are causing you to lose money than attain money and uh you'll get you know you'll see the light at the end of the day so um that's my freestyle words of wisdom for you guys and uh we this is your boy frankie and rashawn we thank you so much chat for tuning in and uh, staying involved and engaging with us. We thank you all of the day one listeners. We thank you all of the new listeners. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Once again, we celebrate. We celebrate all of the women. It's International Women's Month. We're going to celebrate all month. And we appreciate you, ladies. We thank you, ladies, for all you do. Once again, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Google Cast. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, if you got any feedback or you have any ideas you'd like to send to us, don't forget it's life lessons with idiots at gmail.com. We thank you. We love you. This is episode 23. Frankie, we out of here. What he said. Hey. We rocking out. Hey. Going a little bit of rock. So listen up. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Goodbye. Peace. 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 You. Good stuff, man. That was good, man. That was fun. We celebrated the ladies. Uh, hope the ladies liked it. I hope so too. If not, we're gonna hear it anyway. Yeah. No, I think we did good. Yeah, um, I think so. I we're probably gonna get yelled at for my comments, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Oh man. Oh, well, that was fun though, man. Good times. Different. I, I I'm looking forward to more topics from from uh, from from them. You know, I, I like I like when they give us stuff to talk about. 
Oh um, yeah, I like we did. We did have one. I just yeah. didn't bring it up because it didn't fall it into place. Yeah, but we'll. I'll definitely bring it up next week, hopefully. Oh man, I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. And I gotta walk the dog. <laughs> I gotta go do that. You, go. You, you don't, the dog don't walk you? No. Yeah, actually, he does. Right now, I'm so tired, it might just walk me down the street. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a solid show, man. I feel good about it. 